Welcome to the Eagle Eye Podcast. The number one show to bring you all things Club America and English. Your hosts for today are Ivan Pineda, Cristian Rosendo, Alexis Juarez, and everyone's favorite cowboy, Dylan Jimenez. Now let's hit the field and start the show. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of the Eagle Eye Podcast. Welcome to 2021 here at the Eagle Eye Podcast headquarters. And today we got plenty and plenty to talk about. We're going to be uh, previewing this upcoming Guardianes for Club America under the new regime that is Solari. And then we're going to be also talking about the additions that came into the club. Will we have more additions and some departures as well? And joining me today to talk all things Las Aguilas de la America is none other than uh, Brooklyn's very own AJ and New York's fair resident, Christian Rosendo. Gentlemen, how are we doing tonight? I'm doing great. Excited to be back at work, finally. 2021, a whole new season under a whole new coach, so it's going to be pretty fun. Definitely, definitely. Uh, Christian, how's New York? Yeah, New York is uh, still cold, but like AJ said, I'm ready to get back into the grind. Definitely an exciting season coming up, and um, we'll wait to better kick it off with you two and uh, talk about a lot of uh, transfer stuff that went down during the our little our, our little two week break. Definitely, um, much needed vacation from from us. But uh, then again, we never really do have vacation as we were constantly on the hunt for Club America news. I know, Christian, you were sleeping day and night next to that phone as if there was no tomorrow. Uh, But again, Happy New Year's to everyone, every single one of you guys watching and listening. Uh, We're excited to have you guys back into the Eagle podcast. We're going to be talking uh, again throughout this whole year and this semester, especially America and whether or not they are capable of getting that 14th title under Solari. But all right, gentlemen, let's go. Uh, let's jump right into this. I mean, might as well start off. The big news that capped uh, 2021, well, at least beforehand, 2020, leading into 2021, it is the addition of Solari, ex-Real Madrid coach. That is the way that the tabloid sold it. That is honestly the way everyone in Mexico is selling it. Ex-Real Madrid coach coming to America to coach and take over Piojo Herrera. Gentlemen, just quickly. I want to get you guys' thoughts on this. Do you like the signing? Are you hesitant? Are you a little bit uh, uh, on, you know, for, you know, one way or another in regards to this addition? Or, I mean, really, I just want to pick your guys' brains exactly how you guys feel about Solari. So, uh, yeah, go, AJ. Um, so it's pretty exciting, actually. You know, first things first, I'm a Barcelona fan, but since we brought in a former Real Madrid coach, I'm like, huh, you know, I'm actually down with this. Let's go with this. I like it. It's not Bioha under the helm anymore. It's a whole new different coach that we got. As soon as you hear the name Real Madrid, you're like, that's a big team. That's one of the biggest teams in the world. And you're getting a coach who had the honor to coach the biggest team in Spain and now coaching the biggest team in Mexico. That's bringing sign news to hear. And just seeing that what he has done at Real Madrid, despite him getting sacked, he's he's done some things, brought some youngsters from the academy of Real Madrid Castilla and put them into the first team. And look where they are not. They are playing around with Madrid and other top teams in the world. So just to hear Solari coming to America, I was all bored with this. I had no negative thoughts in mind. I'm like, let's go with them. I'm down with the Solari crew. Awesome. Okay, Christian, what's your take on Solari? Um, there's no secret. Um, I, I am a, a Real Madrid fan as well. Uh, so definitely hearing this news was definitely exciting for me. Uh, never, never in my life uh, would I think that uh, an ex Real Madrid coach would would be um would be the, the Club America coach. It's not, it's not the first time it's happened in America's history. It is the second time only, though. Um, but like AJ said, though, no no, no negative uh, thoughts when, when this first news uh, was breaking. Um, uh, and just before we, we, we get on, this is a, a name that, you know, obviously it wasn't, it was never... It was never a plan B, so to say. Everyone thought that, that, that Solari was a plan B. He wasn't. He was actually more of a plan A. Um... And uh, and it, it's just interesting to see how how things work behind behind the scenes and and it, it, it was a uh, this time I think we have to give credit to Banos and uh, and I for pulling this off um, because this is a lot of behind the scenes stuff that you know it, it definitely caught a lot of people uh, by surprise. But just talking about Solari, um, like AJ said though, very excited. Uh, he he did a lot of, a lot of good things in a very dark time in Real Madrid. Um, he was the he was the one that brought back the light to to the team when the team looked like it was about to 
become some second division team, and it, it, it was pretty bad. And if anyone else is a Real Madrid fan during that that time, they they know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, you know, it's this is a, a, a is a character. He's a character that brings the best out of someone. And he knows how to play with the heart. And I think that's something that's lacking desperately in America. And I'm hoping he is the right guy to instill that in our players. Well, I mean, you just mentioned it, Christian. It's not the first time that a uh, European manager comes in. And because of that, I think that there's a lot of expectation on Solari's shoulder right from the get-go, right? I mean, uh, I mean, you're, you're living up to the likes of Leo Ben Hacker, you know, it's, uh, it's not an easy, an easy task to do if, uh, I mean, none of us really remember seeing that team play because none of us actually saw that team play, but Correct, exactly. from the stories that you hear and from the thing and the way that people really speak about that America side is it was a very, very entertaining America side. It was a very attacking America side. And, uh, to be honest, it, it looked like one of the best teams in the nineties. So, um, the fact that he has to come up and rival that, I think, sets the bar really high. Uh, and, you know, let alone just managing America is always going to be a high bar. But then, uh, you know, seeing predecessors like Leoben Hackett, who came in and kind of revolutionized the way the system America was doing and played more of a European attacking style of football. Now it's whether or not that America, this uh, Solari can make this America not just resemble that 90s Leo Benhacker side, but also kind of maybe one up them and say, you know what, we're going to do, we're going to do much better than they did. So mm-hmm. I think that's the expectation, not just from the fans, but from the board itself. As, so it's going to be an interesting thing, whether or not uh, they're capable of, you know, s- setting that tone for America. But at the end of the day, there's a lot of a buzz and a lot of exi- excitement in and around Coapa. Correct. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you can see by, Apply player declarations as well. Um, they're they're really enjoying, I guess the new the new style that he's bringing to the team. Uh, they're not saying anything bad about Piojo. You know, they all respect them. They all they all agree that you know every manager has their own way of doing it. And then right now they're just enjoying, I guess the the ideology the and and just the the, the idea that Salati is bringing. And it seems to be fitting players that we need uh them to become crucial. Um, Sebastian Cordova, Nico Benedetti, uh, Linus, you know, we all need these players to come alive and be very good at what they know how to do. And, you know, for right now, it looks like good impressions, but we won't know anything, anything until uh, the game Saturday night. And that's going to be an interesting one. I mean, he hasn't really had much time to work with these. No preseason whatsoever either. So it's really going to be right from the get-go. And uh, I mean, I guess we'll have to wait and see. And this is a really interesting question in regards to the topic of Solari and what play style we're going to get. And probably we'll jump into that a little bit later once we get into the preview of Atletico San Luis. And maybe, Christian, you can maybe, uh, I don't know, broaden our horizons into what we can expect from Solari in regards mm-hmm. to this game. But... Chris Rivera says, do you guys believe we have the players to play that style? And I think he's referring in regards to that style, the European Leob and Hacker type of style, where it was more of an attacking threat. It's a lot more of a, you know, well-orchestrated America side. Do you think that we have the players to play that type of game in the Liga Mekis? I think we do. I think, I think any team does. It's just a matter of really being disciplined to your coach and just following whatever he says. Um, but I think we have more than more than capable enough players to to get the job done. Okay, I think I agree. I, if 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 Solari can whip these kind of players into shape, uh, and and have them be not just disciplined, uh, but tactically disciplined as well, that is going to be the most important part about it. Uh, it should be interesting to see how he plays and whether or not he does have the pieces that he needs. Uh, and we'll talk in regards to reinforcements because, Christian, even though we have some players arrive, it doesn't seem like this might be the end of the transfer window for America. Again, mm-hmm. all of that depends on a lot of external factors, but one mainly being the fact that some players have to leave in order for us to really start cementing any new signings. And we'll talk about that in just a minute. But anything else to add on in regards to Santiago Solari? Because I know the buzz is all around Coapa and in the fan base as well. But anything else to add on? 
just um just one thing, AJ. I, I think you can you can kind of back me up on this one. Um, America has been posting these videos on on their Twitter, obviously, to kind of just get the interactions going. Uh, you know, everything surrounding their their trainings. And but every time you hear Solari talk, it's just like he's filled with a lot of excitement. You always see a smile on his face. You always see this just level of enthusiasm he has for being at America, uh, knowing what is expected of him, knowing how big this institution is and knowing that he has to go out there and prove everyone wrong and make a medica champion at the, at the end of the year for me that's already a good sign knowing knowing that he came here with a purpose and knowing that anything but a trophy is a failure but, but no just here with um Gerard, i here first talked with um santiago Solai. he santiago Solai was talking all about this positive how it's an honor for him to not only be before coaching one of the biggest team in Spain, but now getting to coach the biggest team in Mexico, that's always a good thing to hear. He's just genuinely excited. You mentioned just the attitude that he has coming into Guapa day one, smiles on his face. He's just, let's get to work in me. You look at the players, he's like, I can make this work. Let's go. You can give me some of the signs I need. I can get you a trophy, no doubt about it. And that's what we want to hear. That puts a sigh of relief to every America fan. They're leaving the past behind to what happened with Bio and they're moving forward on. And with hearing what with Solari has done um, before on Madrid, it brings also hope into America fans saying that we could definitely do something. This could potentially be a whole new era under Solari. It really can be. And like you mentioned, AJ, it's time to get to work. And well, let's get right into it. And let's talk America season. Obviously, you bring in a new coach and the expectations, regardless of that, is always going to be win the league. You know, we are America and that is always going to be year in and year out, regardless of the situation that is at hand. So my question to you, gentlemen, is with everything that's been going on in and around the, the roster, obviously the new addition of the coach, some departures, and then, of course, a couple of inclusions, which we'll get to in just a second. I'll ask you this question right now, and I'll re-ask it later on down in the episode. But do you think we are favorites to win the league? Just a simple yes or no. <laughs> yes. I would say no. Okay, so we have a no, we have a yes. I won't ask for you guys to just kind of broaden your thought just yet. There's a reason why I just asked that. It's a simple, short yes or no. We'll get you back. We'll get back to it in just a moment. But Christian, talk to me in and around the world of Coapa. What has been going on in regards to the transfer window? Uh, what players have left? What players uh, have come in? And how's the squad looking like for this 2021? Of course. So uh, let's start with the departures. Obviously, um, you know we have the big one, like you like you mentioned earlier. Uh, Pio Herrera obviously will not be our coach for this season. Uh, but we do have uh, uh some players leaving. Also, we have Wesso Reyes leaving. We have also Gonzalez leaving. Um, I don't know. Just let me quick thoughts. Also, Gonzalez. I know this is a player that you guys didn't rate very highly, but knew, but thought he was decent enough, I guess, to keep a spot on the team. Now that he's no longer here, uh, how do you guys feel about that? Um, personally, I mean, it sucks just to see him go because there are there were some bright moments in season four where like he looked like a quality um certain defensive midfielder, but all oh, I just feel like maybe this wasn't the team for him. But I feel like if anything, we could have maybe just had him sitting on the bench just in case you know Aquino did happen to get injured or something. But knowing you're bringing a caliber of a player like Aquino, you're gonna need to give someone up, maybe not equal. But some money in cash, and I feel like this was the best decision for also. So I really wish nothing but the best of luck at Leon. But it's it's sad to see how he wasn't able to replicate his Nekaxa form to what he had with those nice stats and then bring it over to America and potentially better it, but it just didn't happen for him. I think um I think I'm contradicting everything AJ said. I think it was time for him to leave. He just didn't fit the America criteria. I think the jersey fit too big on him. He never really grew into kind of the team and into his position and you know he was there to kind of do kind of a very filler role the kind of the way joe corona did i know some people have mixed feelings in regards to you know whether joe corona had a good successful year uh years at america I, I would argue that he did he won some titles and i think he was very crucial in that season that we did end up winning because he came off on the bench and maybe started a couple of games and provided some really good depth also never really had that kind of solidarity when he kind of stepped onto the pitch he knew that okay he's he's gonna do the job he does, doesn't necessarily have kind of all the qualities that maybe the starter does but he can get the job done 
At mm. moments, we thought he could, just never really lived up to it. Um, and I think it was time for him to go. Like AJ said, it was unfortunate that he couldn't replicate the form that he had in the Caxa here at America. But I think it goes to show you that, you know, some players uh, are made for this club and some players just aren't. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, everyone, just leave your leave your comments down below on what you think on Oso Gonzalez. So, um, so yeah, those are, those are some of the departures. Um, definitely think that uh, you know, we needed to bring people in. Uh, the first one we're gonna talk about. This is something that's been rumored since the start of the transfer window. Alan Medina finally has joined Club America from Toluca. Um, I I still don't know about this one, guys. Um, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say he's a he's a bad player mainly because I've never really seen him play, and I'm not gonna say anyone's a bad player before actually seeing them and giving them a, a season with us to see what they can prove. But, um, but the kid looks hungry. The kid looks hungry to prove people wrong. Um, he's ready to get on the pitch, and uh, he seems like he may be a, a very, um, I guess you can kind of say of an, of an important role player when when it's time to give some of some of these players a rest. Um, I, I think he needs to come in and improve himself every single weekend and week out whenever he gets that opportunity, and it may be more more often than not. Um, AJ, quick thoughts on Alan Medina. Um, at first I had thoughts about it. I feel like just like everyone else, you know, we waited that long to finally get him. But just seeing that, you know, how now people are saying we got him. Now let's see what he can do. For him, it's the same thing, really. I feel like it's gonna be a hit or miss with him if he doesn't bring in the promise that everyone thought just get and Bob take a spot. But some of the nice thing to see from Alan Medina, you know, he put up posts on Instagram, not mistake, when he was him wearing an America dress he was young. He gets to fulfill the dream he always wanted. It's the play in America. I feel like he's really proud of that. So for him, you know, like you mentioned, I feel like he'll be becoming an important role player this season. And you know what? I'd say so too. So I got hopes in him. Nice. I have yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree with AJ. I think there's kind of this sense of uh let's see what the kid has has um has to prove out on the pitch. And you mentioned it, Christian. He looks like he's hungry. He's posting things on Twitter and on Instagram saying, you know, dreams come true with him, like, you know, with yeah. the America jersey and all that stuff. It's not just the kinda, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, definitely. And, and I think that's, a, that's, that's, that's really good. I think that's really good on his part. Uh, not only just trying to win over the fans, but trying to say, look, hey, um, and, and I hope what I'm about to say actually comes true within the pitch. It's like, hey, I'm here to kind of win you guys over, not just with my tweets, but also with my performance out on the pitch. I'm excited. I'm ready. Um, and if he can stay disciplined and if he can actually go out there and prove why he is one of the more promising youngsters in Mexico and really cement himself in this America side, I think that maybe we just found ourselves another gem. Mm-hmm, definitely. And just on the quick topic of Toluca, it is official. Um, Jared Ortega will be going over to Toluca on an official uh, buy from them. Um, it, it's still kind of unclear to me whether it had something to do with the deal. I don't think it did. Um, I just think that, you know, I think America just kind of had just to give him up or whatever day they had going on with Toluca. But Jared Ortega will not be coming back to Cuba America. Um, he is now a Toluca player officially uh so that's that and now another player that came in uh, a player that we thought we almost had slipped away but we didn't um we managed to close on him and i think this is one of the better chances of any team this season Pedro Aquino coming over from Leon to Club America um the number five spot this is a spot we've been trying to fill since Guido left um he had a couple players didn't really necessarily work out now let's see what Pedro Aquino can do for me personally i think this is a very good buy um i think this is a player who who understands um, the the position and you know it was very good at it from from last season's numbers. Um, it's just you know a matter of, a matter of bringing that same form over to America. You know we thought we were gonna get it with also we thought we were gonna get it with, with Santi Cáceres. Unfortunately, with either one of them, they just fell short. Let's see if Pedro Aquino can be the one to kind of make what Guido did uh, back in the day. I, uh, AJ, quick thoughts on Pedro Aquino. Really excited to see him. We finally secured a certain defensive midfield that we've been looking for to fill in the spot since Guido left. So just hearing a player like him who is comfortably on off of a championship win, it's really good to just see that he is ready to play, wear the um the jersey, play the number five um position, and get himself situated from the get go. So really excited to see what Pedro Aquino can bring into this America side and to the midfield. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, 
completely agree with that. Uh, he looks like he's ready to go. And I think the most important thing about it is I think he understands the responsibility and the weight that number five jersey carries mm-hmm. after the performances of Guido Rodriguez. Obviously, he knew that the previous predecessor to that jersey was Santi Caceres, and he definitely wasn't uh, wasn't exactly what we all expected to. Ended up getting shipped back to Spain, and really no one, I think, at the end of the day is going to be missing him. Pedro Aquino, we know, has the experience of playing in the league, which I think is something crucial that we didn't have with Santi. Um, he's he knows what it is to win a championship. He just came off winning one with Leon. Um, and I think if he can stay disciplined, there's another situation that they um, but if he can stay disciplined and if he can kind of master the role that Solari wants him to play, because he's not gonna be playing the same number five role that Piojo w- uh would have had him playing, I would imagine Christian. So it's it's gonna be interesting. All these players yeah. have to adapt with this new coach and everything, but Pedro mm-hmm. Aquino is exciting. I'm uh, you know, I'm happy that we got him. Uh, now it's just time for him to go step up to the plate and prove us as to why that he was the perfect player for America. Of course, and just one thing, um, I I think I think we can we can say this for all three people that 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 have come in, you know, Solari, Aquino, Medina. It seems that they know they're arriving to Club America, and I think that's a very 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 important thing to to note because they know that okay, I'm at Club America, but that's not enough. I need to prove why I was chosen to come here, why, you know, people are, are relying on me. And I think all three of them have a good idea that, you know, they are coming to, to the biggest team in, in this continent. Um, and, and then now it's time to prove themselves. So for me, I think that's just a, a good sign from all three of them. Um, so in, a term, in terms of, uh, of addition, that's all we have for right now. Uh, but there may be more, though. There may be more, but... Well, yes, Marolain is too, but Marolain, we, we already knew about that. So thank you, Chris. You are, you are, thank, uh, you're reminding me of something very important. Just quick thoughts on Marolain. Um, this is an interesting one to me. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm skeptical about him. Is, is he going to be the winger that we all want? But I'm willing to say no. Yeah. Uh, I feel like he's going to be kind of that rotation player again. But, I mean, Christian, we were just talking about this before we got on the podcast. This is an interesting thing that there was a lot of hype in and around Marolinas today all over yes. the news. Um, apparently, yes. mm-hmm. está Solari, and if that's the case, then um, that's good. I mean, the more Mexican talent that we can push, the better it is for us because then that means we're not so heavily reliant on that foreigner base because we know as the years transcend and go by, that foreigner slot is going to be getting shorter and shorter. Correct. So, uh these are good signings for the future, and we'll see. Uh, I hope he pays out to be what uh, a lot of the hype is saying that he will be. AJ, you have to be the the reason why uh, Solari is uh, is liking Linus. I don't know if you, what calls you made, uh, <laughs> but just quick thoughts on Mauro Linus and why did you think he's going to succeed at Club America? You know, I have a lot of people doubt him at first, and then me as first as well just looking at Spat, I'm like, you know... We got a left winger. Everyone's saying one left winger. That's who we got. And for me personally, I take it with them. He shows us some promise. At one point, I'm saying he got called by the Sexio Nacional de Mexico. So that's a good thing to add to his resume, too. He was in the eye of Gerardo Martino, Atata Martino at some point. So that's something to bring to the table as well. He's got experience in this league playing. He's the older brother of Diego Linus, and everyone knows him for that reason. But it's given more of a reason to not just only be just, yeah, he's just known as the older brother of Diego Linus but also a great player at that as well. And I'm going to say this before. He's going to feed every single ball to Vinas and Henry. And then the next you know, he goes to Real Betis as well, playing alongside with his brother. That's a bold statement, my that's friend. That's a bold Very statement. Good. And it's definitely, definitely a dream of, of, of all the Lightning's family. But yes. Like, Let me say something like, real quickly, though. Yeah, uh, go, go for it. What... Uh, what trend is going on in America right now that it feels like everyone kind of has a shadow casted over them that they have to overcome, right? Solari with Leo Ben Hakid, Mauro Linus with Diego Linus, Pedro Aquino with, you know, the shadow of Guido Rodriguez, and, uh, you know, Alan Medina with Listen, kind of uh, everything going in and around, you know, that right-hand side. I think I think everyone is just excited. And I don't want to necessarily call it a, like a fresh start, but it does feel like a fresh start, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just I, I think that 2020 was just a bad year in general. And just speaking on Club America terms, it definitely wasn't a year of, 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 of a lot of, you know, positivity for us. 
Um, definitely not in the beginning of the year where where we saw this team really start to 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 begin a downfall. And then you know whatever happened in in, in the last months of um of, of the Guardianes and, and and Champions League. So um, I I think a lot of people are just very very excited for for this new this new season, this new coach, these new additions. And and like like I said, I think that the fans are are feeding off of the enthusiasm that all, everyone's bringing. And all these four players that we just mentioned and coach, they just giving up a a, a vibe that you know that the fans just need and the fans want that the fans are like getting, getting it through their mind that these, the, these individuals know that Club America is the cream of the crop. And now it's time to, to, to show the world why we are the cream of the crop. So for me, I think that's, that's a good sign. And, and I, and that's definitely why I'm excited for Saturday night. Um, but for right now, just, uh, just a quick, just a quick note that it's, that is all for now in terms of, of, uh, of, um, of transfers. There could be additions, but there needs to be more departures. Obviously, the big name Roger Martinez will he leave? Will he go? We don't know. Uh, today he he um he finally got to Guapa, uh, did his medicals, and talked to Solari. Um, Solari will still have a have have a choice to make whether to to include Roger or not. But the thing is that you know we are over foreigners, so um we need to bench one of them. And for right now, it seems like Roger is the chosen one to be benched. So um. We 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 see what goes on with them. I think we'll know more t- towards the end of the week when when we kind of have a, a a roster to 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 see who will take on San Luis and then we'll go from there. But for right now, Roger and Ibarwin are the ones that America is trying to push out very desperately. Um, there there is nothing with any player, so don't believe anything. I I think I saw Ibarwin to Mazatlan at one point. That's not gonna happen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, that's not gonna happen. You know the new rumor right now is uh, unfortunately for Atlas, um, Julio Furch is uh is, got got a very nasty injury in a in a friendly match. Don't know why he was playing that, but that's not that's not here or there. Um, so they're looking for someone. Um, they're 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 thinking Roger Martinez. Um, I I don't know. I don't think that's gonna happen. I think Roger's too it's too much for Atlas. <laughs> um, but we'll have to see if that develops or not. But for right now, nothing with nobody. The board trying to push them out. It's just very difficult to do it with the, with the amount of wages that they have. So for right now, that is uh, that is the update on Club America, and um, let's just get ready for Saturday. That's a big hit that America is taking right now. In regards to both of those wages, uh, we need to move them. We need yes. to move them really, really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're right, Christian. Um, I mean, let's um, before we move on into kind of what the expectations for the season is going to be. Uh, just quickly, I want to address what uh, Christian is saying. Uh, not sorry, Christian. Chris, uh, Christian, will you address what Chris is saying? Is what I was trying to say. Sorry. Okay. And Alan Velasco, any word yeah. on this youngster? Of course, Alan Velasco. So obviously, he comes from the famous club that owes us a lot of money. Um, and this is this is, I think, their way of saying that they want to uh, repay us in a way. Um, most likely not going to happen. Um, yes, there is, there is interest from the board. They know of the player, uh, they, they are aware of his presence and they're aware of the gem that he can be. Um, but like we keep mentioning over and over again, nothing can happen unless Roger or Ibarguin leaves. Um, and it'd be better both of them leave. And then that, that, that's how I know for sure that we'll make a good push. But for right now, until you see anybody leave, no one will come to Club America. That's a foreigner. Um, people from the league can still come. Uh, like um, like Marcel Ruiz, um, but they cannot be in uh in the squad list for the respective team for uh for the first four jornadas. So be on the lookout for that. That's gonna be an interesting thing. And again, this is all gonna be developing as the weeks go by. Again, Jan- the January transfer window just barely opened, so America has a lot of time to move in. And granted, it's not really America's fault that the league decides to start the the. The, the season just a week into January. I feel like if maybe they would have given it like two, three weeks in, I think we would have had a much better roster to start mm-hmm. off the season. Maybe even got a couple games under our belt, but no preseason at all for America. We'll see what that does. Um, I'm sure that a lot of teams also suffering because of this, but again, we'll have to wait and see what happens in regards to that. But again, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and now officially on Facebook as well. We'll have you guys covered with all things Club America over there. And we'll have you updated on all transfer news. So if you guys haven't done so, make sure you guys set that notification bell so you guys get every single tweet, post, uh, whatever 
voice messages that we send out. It doesn't matter. We're going to have you guys covered on all things Las Aguilas de la America for 2021. And uh, looking forward to seeing what this America roster is going to develop like by the end of January. But okay, gentlemen, let's move on into our next segment. And before we kind of talk about the expectations of America, I know I said first we're going to answer Chris, but first I want to remind you guys that today's episode is brought to you guys by Foot Cult. That's right. We're starting off 2021 with a bang here and letting you guys know that Foot Cult is the place to go if you guys want to buy official Eagle Eye podcast merchandise, as well as some great, awesome stuff that they have going on over there. Uh, word is that they're going to do their first drop of the new year very, very soon. And uh, we're all pretty much excited to see what that is going to be. I can promise you, though, one thing, it's that it's going to be something worthwhile. So if you guys haven't done so already, make sure you guys go check out Foot Cult. Use discount code EEP at checkout to get 10% off. Again, that is discount code EEP at checkout to get 10% off. And again, thank you to our sponsors, Foot Cult for sponsors. One more thing on that, guys. If you do use our code, screenshot it and uh, tweet us. Add us on Twitter, uh, add us on Facebook, add us on Instagram. Let us know that you are using our code. Um, we're in the works. I think uh, these two gentlemen can can, uh, can 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 agree that there is something in the works for people who do use our code. Um, just spread the love and uh, thank you once again. Definitely, definitely spread the love, spread the word, use the discount code and uh, yeah, get some great merchandise. And like Christian said, you know, we'll kind of iron out the details with screenshot. Let us know that you guys purchased something from Foot Cult, and it might just give you an entry onto something really, really cool that we have planned for you guys at the end of the season. But more in regards to that later down the road. All right, gentlemen, let's talk expectations in regards to Guardianes 2021, a.k.a. the Clausura. Obviously, like I mentioned, we have kind of this big expectation for always being in America, but I kind of want to step out of that and be a little bit more on the realistic side of things. Where do you see not only America finish in the regular, uh, uh, in the regular table in regards to the Clausura, but also if and when we do make Ligia, how far do you think that this America team has at the moment, depth-wise, to maybe push for a title run? Can we make it all the way to the final? Can we lift that 14th? Or are we, again, going to be devastated in a round of 16 um, disqualification? So uh, I'm going to throw it to you first, AJ. I want to know exactly what do you think the season expectations are for America? Um, Obviously, I, I know that the title is a must. But for you, in a more realistic tone, seeing everything that is in and around the club right now, new coach, uh, new staff, kind of a couple of new players, uh, the mess that was 2020 and trying to, you know, clean that up. What do you say America finish? I'd say, honestly, America, they'll finish, I'd say, I'm going with top four. They'll finish top four. I feel like if we could definitely record the performance, but I think what's more important in order for us to hit that top four, it's finding our play style, finding an identity, because I feel like throughout past seasons, we've just are unable to figure out what that identity or play style is. It's before it was always, Let's pass the ball to our one of our wingers. They walk up to the corner of the field. They go for a corner. We then hope a forward can then just head it on wherever it's going to be the case. I think in this case with the under Solari, who's bringing in with tactics and play style, he's hoping to implement that onto the field right from the get-go. It should not take us that long, like get, um, by Hornada 8, Hornada 10, whatever that uh, Hornada number may be. We need to implement it from the get-go. Yes, you can experiment with some players, but I feel like you should have a definitely starting 11, definite play style, and go with it from there. That's what I feel like America are going to be looking for importantly this season. I feel like in just regular season, they need to finish top four. That's what I'm going with. Okay, interesting. Christian? No, definitely. I think that it's mandatory that America finishes top four and uh, go straight into into the Ligia. Don't play any, any type of repechaje. Um, but, uh, but like uh, AJ, I think AJ said it perfectly, you know, but besides that though, um, because that's, that, that's a mandatory every season, um, we need to find a place that we need to find the identity. We need to find us what makes Cuba America, Cuba America and why people should fear Cuba America. Cause last year, no one feared us. No one respected us. And, and, and if we won any games, it was just because, you know, our, our players b- bailed us out at some point or another. Um, you know, America needs to find, you know, their heart. They need to dig deep in some games and just pull it out, but do it, doing it, uh, smartly doing it tactically. And, um, I think we'll have a, a better America season if, if America can become that disciplined team that Solari wants them to be. 
I think the most important thing about this American side is not only finding that kind of Solari play style and maybe that identity building up kind of that, you know, we are America presence, but I think from a, a, just a club perspective, it's making sure that these players stay healthy for the regular season. I mean, no one can no, no one can sit here and not say that some of the poor results that we had last season didn't hinge on some players not being available for us, you know? Um, and not to say that that was the only X factor, but it is, it, it, it was a very kind of, you know, it was it was a season where we were all scratching our heads. Is what America said we're going to get this week, and who's available, who's not, who just got injured, who's coming back, and 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 I think if America can finally keep players healthy, um, players like Gio, players like Benedetti, players like Aguilera, players that are prone to you know being out for a couple of weeks, if you can finally start getting them to be more consistent consistent in regards to being in the team. I think that's just going to overall help develop that play style, that identity, and kind of cement that, you know, top four finish. Because if you don't have all your tools, how can you get the job properly done? So I think for for that perspective, America needs to go out there. You know, we know that Jibber is out. Hashtag Jibber is gone. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, um, you know. A lot of people were saying that it was because of him. Now we'll finally see if that's the case yes. or if it's some of these players. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the most important thing in regards to America also is finding that form, that style, but also keeping your players healthy enough to be able to uh, kind of grow uh, week in and week out. Mm-hmm. Of course, definitely. And just in regards to season expectations as well, um, I think we just have to... Well, obviously, the goal is always become champion, right? And if we're not champion, then it's a failure of a season. But like Ivan was mentioning earlier, just being a little bit more realistic and just taking this whole thing and the whole medical situation right now. Just for me, I think getting getting a good showing in semifinals, obviously, it's not going to make me happy because I want to be I want to be a champion at the end of the season. That's something most. But it is it is respectable for now. But if next season after that uh, there is not a uh, a trophy in Club America, then the questions need to be uh, start to, uh, start to be asked, for sure. So, question: You're saying semifinals for America? Semifinals for sure, hundred percent has to be this year. Has to be this season mandatory. A top four finish and a semifinal appearance has to be on the plate. All right, no and for butts. I agree with that too. If you if you get out at quarterfinals again, then yeah, no, mm-mm. that's just ultimately a fracaso. So forget about that top four. If you can satisfy hitting top four, and like Christian May get to the semifinals, that's a good enough season. Yes, like Christian mentioned before, again, we're not chance, but for someone that's coming in for their first season, I'll take it. But just after that, no more playing games. Get into work. Get us that fourteenth. Definitely, I think the expectation is definitely a semifinal run. Um, I agree with you guys. I think that's exactly what America needs to get to. Whether or not we win that game, then you know, then we can go and evaluate from that mm-hmm. point on. But, but if we get to the final, I, we have to win it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. That's a must. That's, that's a, a must. must. It's a must. But, it's it's a must right now. But we're saying that <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like saying, well, you know, we get to semi final. Yeah. You, you the know, only thing I will say though, too, but I mean, the only thing I will say, and I'm sure you guys will agree with me. Obviously, obviously, when if America, you know loses a game here or there, and if America doesn't make the final, you know, people are going to start calling for, for Piojo. They're going to start oh, saying that Solari was, was a failure, was a wrong, it was a wrong, uh, the, the, the wrong man to do the job. Um, just, quick, just quick thoughts. Um, what, do, what would you guys say to people like that? Because there's going to be the comments, obviously. You know, when America loses their first game this season, you know, everyone's going to start bringing out the, 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 the comments. So just, for everyone in the chat as well, what would you to respond to someone who 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 would say those type of things? I think first of all, you have to assess in the way that America loses and what game they've just lost, right? Because if it's if it's if it's not just any regular game and if it's a bad way to lose it, then I think that maybe people will start getting more hectic. If it's just one game and it's just kind of one of those that hey, you got a bit unfortunate, bad call, whatever the case may be, I think people will let that slide. Um, but the one thing you do have to say is you have to remember that this is a process. There is no such thing as coming in and just having ultimate success like that. It's, is it possible? Yes, of course. There's plenty yes, of out there, but let's be more reasonable. That doesn't happen often, right? 
it's one in every hundred cases that, you know, a manager can come in and completely just be successful off the get-go. I think that we have to give Solari the time um, and just see, you know, wait it out. And, and, and kind of, you know, if those people start bashing on him, recall them and, and take them back and be like, well, weren't you just saying how excited you were about Solari and this and that, and, you know, kind of go back to that, to that same excitement and just kind of, you know, simmer it down a little bit with the criticism, because I think that, you have to give these player this these players and this coach the time to develop and to get to know each other and to build the time uh, to build the play. It's like it's 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 not like you know you can come in here and just be like, all right, guys, you 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 and you you're starting out and you should already know how to play. Go out there and win the game. It's not yeah. as simple as that. So I think not. it's it's finding it's it's finding the way it's finding a way to kind of alleviate a little bit of the pressure and the criticism and say look okay we get it you lost this game it's unfortunate but you got to bounce back and get another result of course you know definitely and um you know that that that's something i i hope that people understand that it it is a process and you know while i'm not trying to you know defend defense of that in any different way and any kind of way it's just I think people need to understand that. Now, Ivan this is a question for you because this is going to pertain to one of your favorite players. You know uh a lot, a lot of times in 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 the in the prior season, you know, we we lacked a lot of leadership, and we lacked that player that can um, or or that staff member just to say uh that to kind of just get the troops together and you know let them know that you know we're still in the game. There's still time to, to turn this over because we're America and we know how to come back with with two minutes left in the game. We could be down four nothing, two minutes left, and we still have we we still can manage a way to tie this game some way or another. That's let's go. Yes. That's something that was missing last season. I think both of you can agree. And I think the majority of the people in this chat can agree that something like that was missing. Now, in these videos that we're seeing, we're seeing Ochoa get very friendly with Solari. I think that they are starting to mesh together very well. And I just want to know if you think Ochoa can be that player to kind of get the team together and say, listen, we're going to ride with him. We're going to see what he has to offer. But we have to give 129% every single game. Yes and no. Um, yes, in the aspect that he is the most respected player, I think in that in in that team, I think people look up to him. They respect him, definitely respect him. Not just because of what he did at America, but his career in in general. Um, and he's a top quality player. No one can deny that. And so I think the the his his teammates definitely respect him. Um, he's he's probably he's actually I think he's the oldest player in in that locker room. And so I think that carries a lot of um, that carries a lot of respect, a lot of weight, and I think he definitely can be. The only reason I say no is because um, sometimes you need that outfield player to be the that mm-hmm. type of player, because as a goalkeeper, you're kind of restrained. Yeah, at, during the match, right. in the during locker the room, match, okay. Ochoa can be that person. In the training, okay. in the training grounds, Ochoa can be that person. In the in the hotel room, Ochoa can be that person. Ochoa can be that leader, but. Like and I, and if you go back to the earlier episodes of the Eagle Eye podcast, and we've mentioned, I think uh, it was when if Marchesin would be a good captain. I said yes and no, but I, and I've always said to the point where I don't think a goalkeeper makes a good captain because you're constrained to uh, an 18 yard box, and 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 that's hard. I've done it before. It's hard. It's hard to kind of be in the presence of the of uh, the referee. It's hard to kind of you know. Be, be in the in, in the areas where the captain needs to be at times. So can the captain do it? Of course. There's been great examples out there. Oliver Kahn, Gigi Buffon, Iker Casillas. But I think that uh, for me, an outfield player should always be the captain in that sense. But can Ochoa be that player to rally the troops? Of course. Mm-hmm. No doubt yeah. about it. Perfect. So, yeah. So I think that's that's something I think uh, America needs to just work on. Uh, just finding finding that heart again and you know leaving it all on the pitch whoever we play it could be Cruz Azul Chivas Puebla Juarez you know Tampico Madero but whoever it is though we need to go out there and leave it all on the pitch and that's something that I think in my opinion was missing last season no yeah I I agree with you and hopefully we get it this year hopefully we get it this year but I think that is something that we uh we just haven't looked at and that is the fact that I don't think we really have a leader um, out on the pitch, other than Ochoa, and that's a bit of a worrisome type of uh, thing if you yeah, think about it. Of course, but uh, again, hey, we'll have to wait and see what happens. But that pretty much does it, gentlemen. Now let's talk America versus San Luis. The Guardianes 2021 season is about to kick off for America. Liga Mekis is back on Saturday for us at the Estadio Azteca. Of course, unfortunately, again due to the COVID situation, there 
is no fans still present in the stadiums. Although with these vaccines and with hopefully time progressing, uh, you know, fingers crossed that, you know, fans will be able to return. I will say this, though. If fans do end up returning, that was quite the tangent. Do we finally see in America get filled more than 15,000 people? Um, I think I think we do. I think it's just the, 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 the people are itching to go to a game again. I know I'm itching. Uh, it's just um, so if I had the opportunity, I would definitely go. Uh, like you said, though, I think, you know, fingers crossed and, and if everything is safe and if everything, you know, is, is in is in protocol. And I, I would I would love to assist the game. Uh, but I think we need to get there as a as a whole. Not just you know as a, as an individual. So um, like you said, uh, as long as people start or are still you know continuing to you know not obey this and not follow this, I think it's gonna be a while before we get fans back. But if the if it does come true this season, then I think America does does fill up a good majority of the stadium. Hopefully, definitely, hopefully. But all right, let's talk America versus San Luis, guys. Game finally on the TVs. I will say this much, AJ. It's very sad weekend when there's no America to watch. I think you can agree with me on that uh, one. Yes, no doubt about it. I just think to my mind, so like, oh, it's the weekend. You're like, oh, wait, that's right. There's not an America again. I just sit on my couch. I'm like, what do I do then? <laughs> this is very depressing. <laughs> it's like, what do I do? <laughs> like pain. Pain indeed. That's how I am. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this game is going to be live via through the end at 7 p.m. Pacific time, 10 Eastern. And we're back to that 7 p.m. schedule going up against Atlético San Luis in the books and in uh, on paper. This looks like an America easy victory over San Luis. But we know that that never seems to be the case, especially in recent years. So, gentlemen, what can we expect from this America side? We'll talk about this possible the possible starting 11 and maybe hint at what Solari wants to do with this starting 11. And then we'll talk a little bit about the San Luis side, which are no pushovers by any means necessary. I think they're coming in to try to build an, up, an upset against the former Real Madrid coach. And uh, it should be an interesting game to watch nonetheless. But Christian, talk to me about this possible starting 11. I know I'm asking for a lot since this is the <laughs> first time we ever preview Solari. And yes. we really haven't seen much in training since they've only done like about a handful of them. Right. But uh, what does your gut say? I know you've you've seen Solari, you've watched him play, you know the type of uh, style that he wants, and you know what kind of players would definitely fit that system. Definitely. What do you think is going to be the starting eleven for America on Saturday? Sure. So I'll just get the start eleven, and I'll go a little bit into 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 depth of, of why I think uh, he will go with this. So and that he'll go with Ochoa. Uh, he'll go with the back four: Jorge Sanchez, um, Ramon Juarez, Emanuel Aguilera, and um, I'm gonna go with Luis Fuentes. Um, he, he's gonna have three in the midfield. Uh, he, he'll have Pedro Aquino as a CDM, Richard Sanchez, and uh, Sebastian Cordova. And then he'll have uh, he'll play three in the attack. On the wing, he'll have Linus. On the other wing, he'll have Suarez. Uh, and up top, he'll have uh, Federico Viñas. Okay, straight off the bat, AJ, what is that lineup screen? Do you like it? Do you not? I like it. I dig it. The only thing I'm concerned though is like I'm pretty sure did not hear a, Ca a Sebastian Cáceres. I didn't hear that at all, right? No, after, after his blunder against LAFC, he deserves to be benched. E mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I, I, that's right. But I, it has to be. It has to be. Um, is Emma back? Emma, no, I don't I think don't he's think back. He's back, right? So, and so if it's not Emma, it has to be Sebas Cáceres mm -hmm. and Ramon Juarez. But yeah, no, this lineup though. I dig it. It's the first game of the season. You got pieces you could work with. Try it out. See how it is. That ain't the case. We go next game. Or if ain't, well, not even next game. Anything. If it doesn't work out at some point, you got a second half. Switch some of the players up, and there you go. So you can still, if you could get that engine going. Mm -hmm. It's an interesting lineup. I, won't, I will say this, though. It does bring me a little bit. I'm a fake. I think we talked about this on uh, kind of like the behind the scenes episode. I'm a huge fan of the 4 3 Right. And in my life, I never thought I would ever see America ever play a 4 3 3. Yeah, no, so I'm here. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited for we, that. For that, America play like a 4 4 a four, four, two for like a whole decade. I think so, America play eight at the back, and I never, and I thought that was, I thought I'd see 10 at the back before I see 4 3 3. <laughs> but, um, I'm excited from, from, for that perspective. The only thing I'm worried about this, uh, formation and about this lineup is, um, Fuentes. 
it's not really so much our center backs. I think that they're young and this is a good game to kind of develop them and, and really mold them into being kind of more of a regular starters if they can get a good game under their belt. But Fuentes is by far the weakest link that we have. And the we and he, in this formation, it's even more of a weaker link because even though even though technically model line should still be dropping, that's a lot of that's a lot of space to 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 kind of cover as a winger in comparison to a right mid to a left and midfielder. The scary so, part is which I'll get into a little bit later. Um, so I did love to play with this with, with this um with this fullbacks pushed up a lot. So if one of these Fuentes gets caught, that's going to be a lot of responsibility on the center backs and on Pedro Aquino to kind of just drop back and fill in space. Even so, even because, even more so now because Richard Sanchez won't be centralized like that, like uh, right next to Pedro Aquino anymore. He'll be more up and as he'll be given the freedom to kind of roam around, same as Sebastián Córdoba. So I agree with you there, Ivan. I think, I think uh, having Fuentes there uh, is definitely a, a, a big liability. And that is my only concern because even against Atlético San Luis, they have some pace. Uh, AJ, correct me if I'm wrong, right? They have people that can run down that wing, and they have people that can hit us on the counter attack. And I think that's oh. what they're going to be looking at in this game. That's exactly what I think the 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 lineup in regards to Atlético San Luis is going to be. It's still going to soak up the pressure. We're going to try to leave on the counter, and if and when we caught well, we catch Fuentes off. That is our avenue to explore. So I mean. It's just kind of ha- just gonna have to be the thing that we deal with at the moment until we find a left back uh, that can properly play and take his spot and that has a little bit more pace to him. But it's not to say that Fuentes is the worst, you know, left back that America has ever had. Or you know, it's just that it, the pace really is what hits hits him really hard. And um, we'll have to wait and see if he's able to cope with that. But for the meantime, I think that starting eleven looks good. Looks promising. And I think that we can see some pretty interesting things. So, Christian, where do you think the ball is going to be played at mostly? So, this is this is the interesting part. Um, you're you're going to see a lot of a lot of the, of the midfield play, and then that's what that that's how America will dictate this game. Is if um is if Richard Sanders and Cordova can be the ones to distribute the play. Now, the thing that I love about Solari is that wherever the ball is, whatever side of the field it is, the, his players are always compact. So you'll never you'll you'll never see big gaps in between uh in between the lines. That's number one, and then around around the ball. So I think that when uh, when the ball is on the wing, and that's what's another thing, he loves to play with the field stretched out as possible. Uh so look for look for Linus and look for Leo Suarez, which are the two wingers that I have uh starting for this match. Be literally at the touchline, literally just standing there and just waiting uh to to start a play up. So when the field is that wide, you need to be compact in a lot of these spaces. Uh, Richard Sanchez and Sebastián Cordova are going to have a lot of work to do. Whenever the ball gets lost, they're going to have to try to fill in that little gap, that little space, and leave a, uh, minimal spaces as possible. Uh, so for me, I think a lot of a lot of the the, the play is going to be kind of in the in that middle side, but more towards a wing. If you know what I'm trying to say. It's kind of hard because I have a whiteboard near me. It'd be easy to explain on the whiteboard. <laughs> and I, I promise I'll get that somehow it's featured in this podcast somehow. But if you if you kind of following, it's kind of like in the midfield, but just tailored more to a wing in either side. Doesn't matter where, because both players are capable of distributing play. It's just everything's gonna be compact though. Definitely. Can't wait for uh can't wait for um Christian to become my uh Sunday league coach. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll I'll do it over Zoom. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it sounds like a very promising uh, play style for America. And I think that we have the players in the midfield to actually uh, do what Solari expects them to do. And again, at the end of the day, this is all hypothetical. We won't really know anything until that first game. And we might even have to sit back and watch it again to really dissect exactly what Solari is asking for some of these players. Because you're not going to get it right on the first try, by no, no means necessary. But I think that America is always in a pretty good position to be like, okay, we have a rival that most likely won't take the game to us as as maybe uh, Monterrey or, or a Tigres will. Then, you know, we're in a pretty good position to try some things out and see what they're capable of doing. I think that the players coming off the bench are going to be important just as well. And, uh, I mean, we'll, we'll have to see. But question does, uh, does stand as to whether or not America can walk away with all three points. They should. And uh, I think Solari is definitely under the hot seat if 
uh, they don't get the first three points right away. And not in, and not in the way that you know he's going to get fired, but I think a lot of questions are going to start asking as to why why this player, why that player. Um, but again, this is a process. You don't get it right sometimes always in the first try. But again, he knows the expectations. He knows what's uh, being asked of him, and we'll have to wait and see. But we'll have to... We'll have to watch on Saturday to make sure that it's uh that it's, it's as promising as we we painted out to be. Mm-hmm. But AJ, talk to me just briefly about Atlético San Luis. What can we expect from them? Who can we expect to show up for them? I think it's going to be cases like Maro Quiroga or Nicolas Ibanez. Those are going to be the guys that are going to be showing up. These are two deadly score go, um, goal scorers that, when given the ball and you leave them wide open, they're gonna punish you, especially if it's off of a set piece. Because you've seen for time time again. Americans always seem to be caught off guard in these set pieces. And with big guys like Maro Quiroga and Nico Ibanez, you see them head that ball or just need to react as soon as possible. But even by then, it may not be enough considering these guys are known for their aerial ability, especially for big guys like Maro Quiroga. You see how he, repli- how he scored goals like that in Caxa. He's done the same thing at Atletico San Luis. So it's really just be- being careful of those two guys. And when you look on the wing, players like Maro Barrera and Germán Betarame, you need to be careful with those kind of with those kind of guys. If you see the um, if Luis Fuentes gets caught off guard at any point in time, knowing how so he can be, it's gonna spell big trouble for him because any one of those wingers is gonna feed the ball to whoever it may be up front and just hit it. So it's really that offense is the thing that America needs to worry about the most. Mm-hmm. Definitely, well, and unfortunately, thank no. God, yes, no, God. Hey, thank no, God, thank, thank God, because yes, he is very uh, deadly. You're right. It's fine. So it's that's fine. one last thing to worry yeah, about. There you go. One last thing to worry about. One last thing to worry about. Let's go. We're so excited about a player leaving Atletico San Luis. That goes to show you how bad of an America set we had on 2020. But <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, it does. Uh, no, I mean, ultimately, I think we can expect some pretty good, exciting things from America. And again, you guys are just going to have to watch this game on Saturday alongside with us because there's a lot process for us as well. You know, yeah, I, can yeah, say, yeah. Oh, I can say everything. And you know, so that I can just come back with the with the back five, and then you know, <laughs> the whole world, and then uh, and then I'll definitely hate him for sure. And then and I not, and then we should have brought Memo Vasquez in. <laughs> oh God, no! no. <laughs> I, will, I I here's a here's here's a funny story that you guys uh, that probably won't ever hear unless we tell it. But when uh when we were making the graphics for the manager to come in, I remember that um I was I was I was recording my other podcast, the Hangul Podcast, and uh Christian and Angel just kept blowing my phone, blowing my phone up, and they're like, "Hey, um, who is the manager?" Uh, Sergio Bueno, Sergio Bueno. They're like, make a graphic because Sergio Bueno is about to be announced as a Club America manager. And and I was like, and I replied, I quit as soon as I made the graphic. And I was like, if we ever tweet this, I quit. And to this day, if we get either Memo Vasquez or Sergio Bueno, I promise you that is the end of me on this podcast. I'm not dealing with that. Never again. Yeah, it, it would have been way better if it was announced as we were streaming live. And the next thing you know, I was just like, "All right, have a good night, everyone. Take care, stay safe, wear a mask, and, and pain. Good night, everyone." That would have been <laughs> better if that. Came. Yeah, I know. It's a. It, it felt good deleting that one off the draft. So I'll, I'll, oh I'll yeah, dude. I'll, I'll tell you I'll say that much. But but, it, um, but you did it, Ivan. So it's, the pain is never gonna leave away. You still made that graphic. You took the time yeah, to yeah. sit down and make it. It was terrible. Never cried making a graphic before. But um, <laughs> no, it, 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 this looks like it's going to be a promising uh, promising year for America. Hopefully, and it, start, it has to start off here. It has to start off against Atletico San Luis. Um, you got to bounce back from 2020 with three points and just kind of keep building on and you know climbing that mountain because it won't be no easy task. But I think Solari has the capabilities of making this happen. All right, gentlemen, before we finish it up, uh, I want to hear you guys' predictions, and then I'll read a couple of the predictions from our listeners and viewers. So, Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, live via Tudene. What is your guys' scoreline prediction for America versus San Luis? AJ, I am throwing it to you first. What is going to be your first prediction of 2021? 2-0 win for America. 2-0 win for America. Look what 2020 did to AJ. It just completely demoralized and He's not going with no more uh, uh no more four zeros. No Three more zeros. zeros. He's like, he's like, man, we're going 2-0. I gotta play it. <laughs> All right, Christian. AJ said two. What are you saying? Listen, I I 
I'm very excited with Solari. Uh, I think he's going to bring a, a whole new America, but it's going to take some time. And with that time, it's going to be growing pains. And unfortunately, I still don't have that much confidence in our defense just yet. Um, so just for that, instead of a 2-0, we'll go with the 2-1 America. 2-1 America breaks my heart to hear that we don't get the clean sheet, but we'll see what happens. I'm going to go with, a, uh, unfortunately, a very, very non-thrilling 1-0 result for America. I think that we get the victory. I think we get the goal early on, but just kind of don't really learn how to break Atletico San Luis ever again. And then, of course, I do think our defense is a little bit of a liability, so I think that maybe we start thinking about, you know, conserving the result later on in the matchup. So I'm going 1-0. That clean sheet, though, would be very, very important for players like Ramon Juarez and Sebas Cáceres. So I think at the end of the day, if even if you end up winning 1-0 or if it's that 5 no prediction that I see in the comment section down below, a clean sheet ultimately is going to be the highlight of this match if America is able to walk away with it. Of course, though, three points is a must. But there you guys have it. Uh, Anselmo Anselmo Asuncion Padilla Hernandez. What a name. What a name. I just got to admire that. What a name. Uh, easy 5-0 victory for America. We're going Jacob with a 4-0 against San Luis. Wow, so Larry comes in and everyone just starts being uh, even, <laughs> more, uh, even more bold. Even more bold. <laughs> there's, I, there's a lot of growing pains to go through. But I think I'll get there eventually, though. And maybe we will see a couple 4-0s, 5-0s this <clears> season. <throat> we just got to wait and see. Okay. All righty, then. Uh, but here we go. One last question before we wrap things up. Before y'all end, I want to hear your opinions on what Piojo said. Obviously, I think he's mentioning NJ to what um, you, you and I were talking about in regards to him criticizing uh, the fans and kind of saying that there were some really unrealistic um, kind of expectations when it came to summer transfer windows and all that stuff. Um, look, at the end of the day, Chris, uh, Piojo is going to do what he can to get on the on the front page and and unfortunately, I think that means that he might have to step on a couple of people to get there. Um, I don't think that anyone's really going to be paying too much attention to him. Uh, literally, he's old news at this point. And until he starts managing again, I don't think we'll ever be really hearing much from him in uh, kind of that, you know, spotlight type of thing. So I don't know, gentlemen, what do you have to say? Um, listen, it's just... Uh, see, th there were reports saying that... Um, that that he took the you know the the news of of his um of him no longer being at the helm of Club America very well that there were no discussions but deep down obviously in anybody you know that's gonna be some of those feelings and for me it just seems like because this is probably the last time this is not the last time we we're gonna see Piojo at the Club America bench I think all of us can agree here that he will return at some point. Um, and just making little, little smirky comments like this, um, to me, that's just, it's just not cool. It's not, it's not really professional. And, you know, there's really no, no, no point in, uh, in him making these comments. Um, you know, the, the fans obviously are going to, are, are going to ask for, for, for demands and whether some, some demands are, you know, absurd and some aren't, you know, you still have to respect that, America is going to generate those type of comments. And if you can't handle that, then you should not be at the helm of Cuba America. So for me, that just shows that he's a little weak in that aspect. Interesting. AJ, quickly. Uh, just ridiculous. Like, dude, you're, you got sacked. It's done. Just leave America back in the past. I think at this point, everyone has moved on from Bioho. We slandered him enough. We talked about uh, enough about what the stats and all that. America's move on. So should you, dude. Just look forward to the future and see you could land yourself a job song. He said he wants to go get a job in Europe. If that happened for him, did say he's not going to reject me. If he does get an MS call up too, fine by me too. You get that call up, I'm happy for you. I wish them for the best for you. But just for now, you having to say comments like that, like Christian said, it's unprofessional. You don't need to do that. I mean, yes, you have to say something here to get yourself into the news somehow, you know, to get your name circling around the internet. But for now, it's leave it behind. That's it. What's done, it's done. What happened has happened. You can't go back to it and fix it. That's that. Definitely. One more prediction there. Luis Parada going with a 2-0 victory. All right, then I just want to say that Piojo is being a toxica in the timeline, and we just kind of have right. to mute, mute, mute him and uh, just kind of be like, okay, I'm going to do me, boo. I'm going to do mm -hmm. me. 
<laughs> All right, then. Well, gentlemen, I think that pretty much wraps up this episode. Kicking off the new year with hopefully a lot of good expectations and hopefully a lot of good positivities. Um, gentlemen, and one last thing before we wrap all things up here. You know, just um, I'm looking forward to Saturday night. I think this is definitely the start of something new. And hopefully this is the start of the 14th for Club America. Definitely, definitely. All right, then. So make sure you guys join us over on Saturday at uh, on Twitter. I will be live tweeting the whole match with you guys. So make sure you guys come hang out on Twitter as we'll be interacting and hopefully tweeting out goal after goal after goal in the first match of the Casura 2021. And uh, yeah, that pretty much wraps it up for us here. We'll be back next week to talk things all America. We have Monterrey. That is a big one. And we'll see whether or not Solari is up for the test because we are traveling away to Monterrey. So that's never going to be an easy matchup by no means necessary. But that pretty much wraps it up for us here. Make sure you guys tune in. And tomorrow we'll be talking all things Lady Aguilas and previewing their season that is coming up as well. Uh, we'll be talking all the ins, the outs, the expectations, just as we did in this episode. But we're going to be doing it for the feminine. And uh, you guys don't want to miss any second of it whatsoever either gentlemen thank you so much for taking the time out again favorite time of the week being able to talk to you guys all things Las Aguilas de la America. of course brother take care everybody you all right everyone have yourself yes everyone have yourselves a wonderful time make sure you guys stay safe out there uh wear a jacket if it's cold if it's not then wear a tank top i have really no idea what to tell you in that aspect but with that uh you know take care we'll see each other on saturday we'll be back again as always we'll be back and uh Arriba America. Good night, everyone. Ladies and gentlemen, this was another production of the Eagle Eye Podcast. The number one source for all things Club America in English. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Eagle Eye Podcast and get all the latest news and coverage. And subscribe to our podcast wherever it is you may listen.